Hi friend, did you know that Finder Flow TV is now available on Roku? That's right, simply open up your Roku device and search for Finder Flow TV and then you can download the channel and start watching right away. There's nature videos with peaceful music and new TV shows that are peaceful and awesome and positive and flowing. So go ahead and get it today. And now on with the show. Hello and welcome to the Find Your Flow radio show podcast. I'm your host, Winston Wittis, and I'm here today with a very special episode. Today's episode is Captain's Log, April 25th, 2022, part two, but also kind of part one. Why? Because I didn't have the microphone Bluetooth actually connected, so I did the last episode, and I said the most important things I've ever said. Not really. But I said some things that I feel are pretty important and awesome, and yet they were not properly recorded. So I'm going to try to say them much quicker and recap and do that uh, right now. So I'm actually moving, and I'm not moving, sorry. I was just helping a friend move here in Texas. Man, I said some, I went through a bunch of stuff. I guess I'll try to. Okay, let's hit the high points here. So, I'm in Texas now. Been in Texas for about six months. I said y'all for the first time in a live setting. There's a webinar with people, 13-ish people on it here in Texans, Texas Realtors. I said y'all. It was a little bit strained, friend, but they were proud of me. They, they <laughs> My buddy who was uh, the host of the webinar caught it, caught that I, I used it, and um, you know I felt awkward, but I just was really trying to really trying to work that y'all in there because it's a super useful conjunction of the English language with many versatile opportunities for one of my favorites that people use is y'all's is like it's y'all like but also belonging to possessive plural y'all's is potatoes very potatoey oh there was the exit right there and I just missed it um that's one way you could use it. People use it that way. I, I think it's really awesome when people use it that way. And, uh, yeah. What else was I saying? Um, so that was something that happened. And, oh, and then that led to, oh, and there's the Disneyland sweater, which is a whole different topic I'm not going to get into right now. But I've been studying a lot about Disneyland, friend, a lot about Walt Disney, Disney Gate. A lot of interesting things. I don't know how much you know, but so Project Paperclip. Did we really ever defeat the Nazis, friend? Did that happen the way that you think it happened? Did not happen the way that I thought it happened. I'll tell you that much. All right, what else did we cover in the last episode that will never probably air because it probably just sounds like noise? We covered, oh, so y'all flowed into cultural appropriation, and what does that term mean, and is it a real thing, and if it is, when is it a real thing versus when is it used as a weapon to offend people and get people riled up? That's kind of the gist of that. So, for example, 
y'all. I said, y'all, I am not a native Texan. I'm a Californian. I would never say y'all in California. And I generally speak somewhat formally, unless I'm with very close friends, in which case I might speak, I don't know, different. But uh, you all is much more... <laughs> comment for me that's the way I would say something and yet that is part of the culture here and as I am assimilating to the culture oh and then flowers which happened on the last episode too driven by a beautiful open field open space with beautiful little flowers natural wild flowers and I love that and I acknowledge that because that's one of the oh and here's an even bigger open space with even more natural wild flowers wild flowers it's amazing to me because where I'm from, there's not much open space. There's a lot of developed space and it's congested. And one thing I was really looking forward to experiencing and that we moved out here is the open space. I just want to be in a less condensed area with less people. I love y'all, but I don't want to be near y'all. How's that? All right. I like space. I like my private space by myself. I like just not feeling like if I had to, there was a natural emergency that, when there was a water shortage, which I always feared living and growing up in Southern California, that we wouldn't all, that it wouldn't be a total riot, right? I lived through the LA riots. I didn't personally riot myself. My home personally was not attacked, but my grandfather's building that he was building was attacked with a Molotov cocktail, caught on fire. He was able to put it out. Yeah, structure fire. Yep, that really happened. He told us to get the heck out of town for a week, so we did. And uh, fortunately, he was okay. The building was okay, and our home was okay, and crazy stuff. And growing up with those uh, kind of experiences, you know, I look at, uh, was, okay, so cultural cultural appropriation. Um, one of the thoughts that kind of came to me earlier was, from my perspective, there is, okay, the example I used was, oh, this guy's walking his remote-controlled Jeep uh, or Hummer. Huh. Um, the, that's pretty sweet. Kind of a cool idea, I guess, actually. And some people aren't doing, people generally, I would say, are not using other people's culture because they're being jerky about it. It's because they appreciate it. They think it's cool or they think it's fashionable or, and that's kind of maybe some people might interpret that as jerky. Like, Oh, you're just using this for your fashion. Well, this is something my ancestors did or used or, you know, that we use in our culture. And so how dare you use it in a way that's not the same way. And I can appreciate that. And, Oh, and then that ties into some bigger things happening now in a way I hadn't connected it before that I'll try to make it to. Um, with this idea of uh, be, being, uh, okay, so you're saying that, well, because I'm using it this way, you have to respect that I'm using it this way, which would nullify the cultural appropriation aspect of it. Well, I'm, I uh, identify as a... Native American chief, so I could wear this headdress, even though I'm white and not Native American, I could wear it because I identify that way, and you have to respect that. Well, that's not cool to Native Americans that have certain culture around that, but maybe some of them appreciate that people are 
using that they're getting that kind of um, visibility, maybe or appreciation. Like, oh, somebody respects and appreciates that aspect, that aesthetic of our culture. But maybe they're missing the point of you know, it's not an aesthetic. It's a cultural. It's got cultural meaning behind it. But can I use it in in my own way to show my appreciation for it, or is it that disrespectful? And somebody could, or a company or a force could, in a sense, use present it as a jerky thing to divide the people, right? Like, oh, well, you're culturally appropriating that from these people. And and now all of a sudden everybody's mad at that person. Oh, how dare you do that? Oh, why, why would you do that? That's a jerky thing to do, right? So another example that came to mind was Aunt Jemima. Okay, somebody, some organization or some person or whatever, some... There's a word I'm trying to find. It's not any of the words I keep using. Force? No. Faction, maybe? People or organization with motives? How about something like that? That could point that out and say, that like, oh, okay, well, that's a tricky thing to do. How dare you use this African-American lady to sell your product and... Um, you know, that's disrespectful. You're culturally appropriating her. Aunt Jemima, that's a racist name. And oh, you're using a black face on it. Oh, that's racist. And you could get all you could get all sorts of people riled up and upset about that and, and getting offended, right? And all butthurt about it. But what I would say and what many people say is Aunt Jemima was a real person. That was her brand. She that was her business. That was a mom and pop business and she was the mom, so to speak, in a mom and pop business that really sold that product and was proud to represent it because it was a high quality product. And that's how you knew it was a legit brand was because like she put her own face on it. You know what I mean? So how dare somebody do that to an entrepreneur, especially an African-American minority entrepreneur in the name of protecting them or in the name of being, you know, equality or whatever right like that's the epitome it's the exact opposite it's the exact opposite of that it's harming the group or the people that they claim to be protecting or standing up for and isn't that happening on a lot of levels nowadays dang i made great time making it home i didn't made it home way fast so that was kind of a little bit of it and i didn't get to the next parts that i wanted to talk about not that i remember what they were I just recapped some of the stuff I said the first time. Well, that's life, isn't it, friend? There's kids playing in the street, down the street. That's amazing to me. Just living on the street, that's quiet enough where kids can be playing in the street. I think that's really cool. So, there we go, friend. I... Don't know if there's anything more important that I need to say around that. Let's think about it. Oh, there was another, there was a public service announcement I made, but I said it more like a preachy kind of thing, and I acknowledged it was preachy, so I'll acknowledge again that it might be preachy, but it's also for your protection and my professional opinion. Um, I'm using a Bluetooth device. I don't like using Bluetooth devices near my head. Why? Because it's sending off a signal that is going off near my brain, and if you're using or somebody you know uses technology that looks like white earbuds that is Bluetooth operated, I would encourage you to switch to the wired old school kind. 
So you could reduce those EMFs right near your dome because that's not healthy for biological beings to have that kind of those kind of frequencies and radiation right near your head and your brain. So that would be my public service announcement to you. I usually do a public – I haven't done a public service announcement in a long time. It used to be to use your blinker when you drive. Now where I drive, I don't hardly have any traffic. <laughs> I don't drive hardly at all in the first place, so I guess that's why I haven't done it. I haven't podcasted in a long time, so maybe that's part of the reason too. All those things together. Did I say the date? Yeah, I did. April 25th, 2022, Captain's Log. All right. It's been a short episode. Hopefully it's been a sweet episode. And I appreciate you, friend. And until next time, my friend, be flowing. Well, thanks for listening to another episode. And if you would like to hear your commercial at the beginning or end of this podcast, go ahead and send me an email, winston at finderflow.com, and I'll get back to you as quick as I can. Thanks for listening, friend. And until next time, be flowing.